I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey y'all, thanks for tuning in this week. I actually just re-recorded this because I sang the intro once again and I was like, you know what guys, I'm not going to do that this time. (laughs) So you're welcome. Um, Not like I wasn't trying to seriously sing it. It's just, you know, does it happen to you? You're in your house, you're just talking to people, maybe at your job or school, I don't know what you do. And you just start singing in the middle of your sentence, like, but you're singing your sentence. It doesn't sound good. It's just happening. So I didn't do it to you guys this time. You're welcome. Um, So I hope your week was good. Uh, My week has been great. I feel like every week I don't really remember what happens now that school's been out. Um, I was wanting to actually do school off and on throughout the summer for the first time. Um, And the Lord's like, yeah, no, I don't think so. Because we're switching curriculum and they're not going to be done with their books. uh, Their curriculum people to like July or August, pretty much when school starts uh, for the next year. So lucky for my kids, they're getting a break. And so we're spending a lot of time outside. It's our favorite time of year. Everything's growing. It's super pretty. I like for the first time ever put a bird feeder outside. because I'm getting old. That's what you do. And, um, and actually I'm like, wow, why did I not do this sooner? Um, cause there's a million different birds and it's been really exciting. <laughs> so that's how old I am. How old are you? What do you do? Do you have bird feeders? What I have not enjoyed, um, are squirrels. And so I will fill up the bird feeder. And the next thing I know you've got And it's supposed to be like a squirrel-proof bird feeder, but that's a lie because they're hanging upside down, you know, like a bunch of monkeys in a circus and eating all the bird food. And so I've been getting my sons to go out there with maybe their airsoft guns or BB guns and try to take care of the squirrels. Lucky for the squirrels, my kids don't really have the best aim, so pray for them or me or the birds. I don't know. Not really important. What I wanted to talk about this week is um, just, uh, I think what's been kind of interesting is that usually what God will be teaching me or constantly reinforcing, because it's not usually a one-time teaching time. I have to be taught and taught again and reminded um, because usually it's just something that doesn't always go away. It's something I usually will continue to struggle with and continue to be reminded about and then continue to try to uh, do it the way the Lord wants me to. And so uh, when that usually happens, I will also end up getting in the same type of conversations with people throughout the week about the things that God has been teaching me, just either because it's coming out of my mouth because God's teaching it to me, or it's something that they bring up and it's the way that the Lord's just confirming it in my life. And so this week has been no different. Um, So I think what I've been noticing is, you know, just kind of working through things, whether it's in, you know, relationships with people or just my own thought life. And, um, and I'll just be, I don't know, aware of me being lost in my thoughts or, you know, overanalyzing a situation, which I know I've talked about many times because that's what I do um, is sometimes I'll be sitting there thinking and I'll be thinking about either conversation that happened or or, uh, a situation that happened and I'll 
you know, reflect on it, which I don't think is bad, but sometimes I'll just be playing it in my mind or like maybe next time I'll say this, or maybe I'll word it better this way, or maybe, um, maybe they think about, think this of me now because, you know, I am an idiot and I, you know, the things that come out of my mouth are just moronic. Like, why is anybody friends with me? (laughs) You know, like, I don't know how y'all get in your heads. And I don't, I think, especially with women, this is just a, common constant problem Um, as long as we have this human body and this human brain I think it's just something that is going to be natural for us to struggle with and so I was just sitting there in the shower one day because especially if I get to be in the bathroom alone (laughs) I get to have a quiet shower I do a lot of thinking Um, and and sometimes it's great but sometimes God's like hey what are you doing why are you spending so much time being lost in your thoughts or over not overanalyzing a situation or just thinking so much about this when really you could be tapping into some power right now? And I'm like, wait, dumb out. And God's like, you know, <laughs> you're getting lost in your thoughts and and usually thinking about these other situations and then I, you know, have emotional responses and then now I'm stressed out about something that hasn't even happened. And instead of taking that time to be thinking I could be taking that time to be talking uh to the Lord specifically and so um so I stopped right then and and just started verbalizing what was already in my head the things I was already thinking but I was actually now talking to the Lord about it and actually being productive with that time and so instead of just um letting my mind be a battlefield and be, uh, I don't know. Can you hear my kids crying downstairs? Cause sometimes that's just what happens when you're recording in your house. <laughs> um, anyways, so you get lost in your head. Um, and, and if you can just take a, a minute to be like, okay, I'm thinking about all these worries or I'm thinking about these situations, or maybe I'm thinking about my future and different, you know, decisions I want to make. But what would be even better is if I would take that and start talking to the Lord about it and say, hey, God, okay, this situation I had with this person in the past, I obviously still have bitter and resentful feelings about it. Um, And I apparently still feel angry. And Lord, I need you to help me. Um, Let me just take a minute and pray for that person by name. And let me talk to the Lord, you know, God, I, I really want this for this person as far as, um, you know, them being in a right relationship with you and having joy in their life from you and, and whatever past situations that have happened between me and that person, Lord, I just pray that you, uh, help heal my heart and help me to keep my eyes in the things above. And anytime, Lord, that I'm thinking about this person or our past struggle, Lord, I just pray that you help me to, um, bring it to you in prayer and, and that person before you as well, Lord, you know, and just instead of having that toxic time in your own mind, and I'm not saying every time you have thoughts in your mind, it's toxic necessarily, but usually that's our brain's start you know turning that way instead of having that time in your head have that time in prayer because really that is the power of God um you know our prayers aren't magical our words aren't you know got some amazing power in them themselves but it's us talking to God who is all-powerful 
And that's where the power comes from, is from the Lord. And so when we get out of our heads and we start talking to God, then um, we're actually doing something productive and something that um, gets us closer to the Lord. And that can actually change situations. Um, And so let me read some scripture to you, James 4, 7. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Um, So I think... Again, your mind's a battlefield. If you start noticing you're having some thoughts that aren't beneficial, they're not godly, they're, you know, it could be like you thinking about, you know, temptation type of stuff. Um, If you just stop and you resist the devil and you submit to God and you start talking to God, guess what? You're in a better situation than you were a minute ago. Um, A.W. Towser or Tozer, I don't know how you say his last name, um, but he said a quote, as God is exalted to the right place in our lives, a thousand problems are solved all at once. So if we would just take a minute and put God where he's supposed to be in our lives and in our thoughts, um, a lot of things are just instantly solved at that time, but we get distracted a lot. And so, um, those distractions become bigger things and bigger problems and we take our eyes off of the Lord and then it's a deal. So uh, put God in his rightful place. And then second Corinthians 10, four through five. I've read these verses a lot for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringeth into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So our weapons of warfare um, is through God. He's the one that pulls down those strongholds. And a lot of times our thought patterns, our thought life are a bunch of strongholds. If you kind of evaluate your life, you might think, even if you are a man, like, hey, some of my thoughts are not godly. (laughs) And it is a stronghold in my life. And I do need Um, the power of God to fight that warfare in my life. Um, And just even thinking about where it says bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. I think I've probably talked about this before too. It's just the image of arresting a thought and throwing it out. Um, And when it says every thought to the obedience of Christ, now you actually need to have some thoughts that are also obedient to Christ. It's not just enough to throw those old thoughts out, the bad thoughts out, but it's also important to turn those thoughts into thoughts that um, are biblical, that are obedient to to the Lord. There's a book I have also mentioned before, and I'm going to mention it again just because it's a good book. It is Get Out of Your Head, Stopping the Spiral of Toxic Thoughts by Jenny Allen. Um, And I'm going to read something that is in her book. It says, uh, I have a choice. That's it. The singular interrupting thought is this one. I have a choice. If you have trusted in Jesus as your Savior, you have the power of God in you to choose. You're no longer a slave to passions, to lust, to strongholds, to sin of any kind. You have a God-given, God-empowered, God-redeemed ability to choose what you think about. You have a choice regarding where you focus your energy. You have a choice regarding what you live for. I have a choice. We are not subject to our behaviors, genes, or circumstances. We are not subject to our passions, lust, or emotions. We are not subject to our thoughts. We have a choice because we are conquerors who possess weapons to destroy uh, strongholds, end quote. 
So if you think about, obviously, that's only going to work if you have Christ in you. So if you have um, accepted Christ as your Savior to save you from your sins, to admit that you're a sinner, that you believe he died on the cross for your sins and that um, he paid the penalty for you, the payment for sin is death, right? So he paid the penalty for, for your sins and you ask for his forgiveness and believe that he can forgive you. So he lives inside you. If, you're, if you haven't done that, then you're not going to have the supernatural strength of the Almighty God inside you. You're not going to have God inside you to fight your battles for you. But if you do, then you're going to be able to use His strength and to make those choices um, to not have those thoughts. Because on the flip side, if you don't have Christ in you, you are just flesh. Your spirit's not made alive. And so you're not going to be able to make any other choices or thoughts other than what are fleshly thoughts and fleshly choices. Uh, so that's important to realize that um, your spirit's been made alive. So you are able to make um, the choice to follow after the spirit, to be in the spirit and to not be in your flesh. And then another part of her book, um, it says, these heroes of the faith are not subject to their own thoughts. They are not subject to their feelings. They believe in one chief aim and with every ounce of their power, they are working to think about Christ. Jesus is the axis around which all their thought spirals spin. When their minds turn and turn, they fixate on him. And I, end quote, I think that is uh, so good to just remember is when your mind turns and turns, you fixate on Jesus. Uh, Romans 12, 1 through 2, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Verse 2, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. It's important that you're in the word of God and that you are talking to him so that you're able to fix your mind on him so that you're able to let him renew your mind. Um, because if not, even if you are saved, you're going to just still be stuck in the way of the flesh and be, you know, a slave to sin and bondage because uh, you're not seeking out his word and his wisdom and his thoughts. And then uh, Isaiah 26 Three, thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. And what happens when you get in your thoughts? You're not doing a whole lot of trusting. <laughs> You're living in a lot of fear. You're thinking about a lot of situations um, that is opposite of actually just trusting and resting in God most of the time, right? And then Second Timothy 1, 7, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. If you think about somebody who follows Christ and does not have a spirit of fear, but has a spirit of power and love and of a sound mind, you're not picturing somebody who is like uh, stressing out and, you know, worrying about things or uh, just thinking about really petty stuff. And, you know, what's in the heart comes out of the mouth, right? So if you're thinking this stuff, it's probably coming out of your mouth. And you're probably talking about petty stuff. And you're probably upset about things that God's not even worried about, you know? So, again, you just kind of have to do a heart check 
by reading your Bible, by looking at these scriptures and saying, do I have a sound mind? Am I always showing that I am resting in God and trusting him and fearing him as far as, you know, in reverence um, and having his power to conquer these things and to have victory in these things? Am I shutting this stuff down as soon as it comes into my mind? Am I really trying to be obedient with my thoughts and, um, and have that peace? I think of peace when I think of sound mind. I think of somebody who's not frantic and just full of worry and anxiety, you know? Um, and you know, the Bible says that we can cast all of our anxiety in him because he cares for us. So I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that struggles with these things. And I don't always, but I do catch myself in my head thinking about stuff that's either petty because I was easily offended or I'm worried about something because I'm being insecure and prideful. Um, but it's usually these thoughts aren't coming because I am fixating in the Lord. They're usually coming because I'm fixated on myself. And so it's good to think about. Uh, Philippians chapter 4 verses 6 through 8. Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto God and the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally brethren whatsoever things are true whatsoever things are honest whatsoever things are just whatsoever things are pure whatsoever things are lovely whatsoever things are of good report if there be any virtue and if there be any praise think on these things so i think it's important that when we find ourselves caught in our minds and we're thinking about stuff that we know is not representative of having a sound mind and peace in god um, that we go to God in prayer, that we talk to our Father about what we're upset about and these things, and that sometimes I know that when we are so caught up in our emotions, when we really are emotional, or maybe sometimes we have a hard time thinking straight. You know, the Bible also talks about how the Holy Spirit uh, intercedes for us. Sometimes we don't even have the words, um, and, and He will bring that to the Lord. And also, if Sometimes you don't know how to pray, but you know the right thing to do is to go to God in prayer and to get out of your head. Uh, pray according to the Bible. You know, read read scriptures, read Psalms. There's so many scriptures there where David's just crying out to the Lord or rejo- rejoicing in the Lord. And so read those things and, and look at that and see the, the true things of God. And, um, I've said this too before is that sometimes when I don't know what to say, I start by saying the things that I know are true. You know, God, thank you for being my father. Thank you that I am your child, that I am accepted into your family. Then just start naming off stuff that, you know, you have in your life that you can thank God for and be appreciative of. And I think like, even if you look at, um, verse eight in Philippians four, uh, where it says, whatever's true, whatever things, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. You, I mean, you can even just write that verse down and next to all these uh, listed things, you can write out what is true in your life, what's just in your life, what is lovely in your life. Um, and help refocus your mind and the things that God wants you to think about. 
And then I'm going to read another part from her book and then I will quit reading out of her book because then you can, I'm a link to it so you can buy it um, if you want. It's a really good book, I would. So this says, a heavenly father gave everything for me to be free. Everything so I could choose this way out. He built the way out with the love and blood of his son, Jesus. Would we think thoughts that lead to life and peace? We don't just get better thoughts. We get more of God. We may still wake in the wee hours of the morning when all around us is dark, but rather than squirming and stewing and letting evil scenarios run haywire through our minds, we can meet with God. Be reminded of his kindness and pray. The battle for our minds is won as we focus on Jesus every moment, every hour, every day, end quote. I think that is so good to remember, and I hope that y'all will also remember that when you feel just kind of stuck in your head. And just remember that like things do not change by you just being frantic in your head and stressing out and worrying. Oftentimes, things are made worse. And even if you don't act on what's in your head, um, you usually will have not the greatest day <laughs> in your attitude. And a lot of times, things do end up coming out um, in the way we handle things because of our thought pattern. It's important to let the Lord renew our thoughts and to, so that we're able to live a life pleasing to Him. But it does start in your mind, doesn't it? And, you know, like I said before, um, and the Bible reiterates this is just, you know, the company you keep also affects you. The things that you watch, the things that you listen to is going to affect you. And it's going to affect what you think about and how you think and how you respond to stuff. So just be really careful about that kind of stuff too. Um, so onto the song, uh, it's going to be Broken Vessels uh, by Hillsong Worship. And so some of the lyrics are, you take our failure, you take our weakness, you set our treasure in jars of clay. So take this heart, Lord, I'll be your vessel, the world to see your life in me. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. I can see you now. I can see the love in your eyes, laying yourself down, raising up the broken to life. So I'll link the playlist and the book in the show notes. And if you have any questions, prayer requests, or need a physical Bible, feel free to DM me on Instagram at walkwithjesuspodcast or email me at walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com. And I'll talk to y'all next Monday. Mm -hmm.